We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Chargers fans, welcome into the Guilty as Charged podcast. I heard you guys yesterday. I know. I made the Cordero Patterson video because of that information that came out. And everyone said, hey, what about that Harrison Smith news? What happened with that? Well, that's for a different video. And this is that video. We're going to talk about that Harrison Smith sort of rumor connection. We're going to talk about some of the guys that they are interested in and some of the guys that they could and should be interested in in this safety group. They are doing a safety dance right now. You know that song? I'm never doing that again. Please don't log out. All right, let's talk about this Harrison Smith rumor. I can't wait to get into it because I think there really is something here with the way the Chargers are approaching the safety position. And you can ignore all the pieces of the puzzle and all the information you want. But at some point, you know, I'm going to be putting this together. I think you guys are putting this together as well. They do want to make some sort of move here at the safety group. We'll see. But let's get into it. So, yes, the safety dance. Some names to keep on during free agency the big one yesterday along with that article so if you didn't get a chance to look at it gilbert manzano had an interview with ryan ficken the chargers special teams coordinator the new special teams coordinator and there were some things discussed about how they wanted to pour some resources into the special teams unit in free agency this year and one of the things that was brought up i'll just read it out is that the chargers could be interested in harrison smith again it's a lot of could should would you know smoke and mirrors all that sort of stuff but it's very interesting because it does tie into what the Chargers have been doing. We'll talk about that in a bit. So let me just read the quote real fast. He did his homework. Ficken said it about Staley. There were guys that he had reached to that I didn't know he was doing any of that stuff. It's a poorly worded sentence. A um, couple guys in Cleveland, which we'll get into. Coaches across the league and players. Guys I've coached and he's coached. Harrison Smith, Cordero Patterson. So we talked about Patterson yesterday. Today we're going to talk about Smith and then some of those other guys. So Harrison Smith by the numbers. 89 solo tackles in 2021. 22 run stops, three sacks, eight pressures, one interception, five passes broken up. The interesting thing and really the theme to keep track of during this entire offseason and in the draft is that he moved all over the place as a safety. So, yes, he played primarily as a free safety with 426 snaps, but also box safety, 337, slot corner, 156, outside of the tackle, 104, and as a corner, an outside corner, 25 snaps. And that really falls in line with what the Chargers have been looking at in some of their draft prospects so far. We'll get to that in a bit. So the 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 only <laughs> tricky part about this Harrison Smith thing and why I didn't talk about it immediately is that he's not available. He's currently not available 
um, at least in terms of being on the open market. So he signed a four-year, $64 million contract with the Vikings, and he has you know somewhat sizable cap hits over the next four years. So this current year, 2022, he's a $13.4 million cap hit, and that's basically going to increase until 2025 when he has a $20 million cap hit. And cutting him right now for the Vikings, it's possible, um, but the dead cap would be $7.6 million if they cut him. So it's worth it to them because they are $16 million over the cap right now, but I don't know how worth it it is to them. So they potentially could trade Smith as well, and this is a little excerpt from Jason Lacanfora from CBS Sports. Back in uh, 2020, I think it was in the middle of the season in 2020, so... The quote reads, while the team has tried to quell a sense that a fire sale is afoot within its public remarks, uh, the reality is Ngakwe, the Ngakwe trade sent a distinct signal to other contending clubs, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Long story short, Minnesota could be very open to moving safety Harrison Smith. So as, as far back as 2020, the Chargers did consider moving Harrison Smith, and now potentially he's available. I don't really see anything concrete with them wanting to trade him. But I could see them cutting him. He is a cut candidate for them because they are $16 million over the cap. They do have that Kirk Cousins hell contract to try to figure out. So to make things work, maybe to try to get younger, take advantage of some of the safeties in this group, I don't know. And in the draft class, I should say, they might move on from Harrison Smith. So that's something to keep an eye on. And I I think it's worth keeping an eye on because the Chargers, I've talked about this before in a separate video, they've shown significant interest in safeties in the 2022 NFL draft that are versatile. They've met with Joey Blount, Caleb Evans, and Verone McKinley, three different guys at different points in the draft, of course. Guys go earlier, guys go later than TDN's board, sure. But just for reference, these guys are ranked 286, 139, and 229 on TDN's board, the Draft Network's board. So not exactly Harrison Smith, right? But they are looking for something in that mold of, can we upgrade our versatility? Can we give a better defensive rotation than we did last year? I don't think it's all that difficult because Alohi Gilman, you know, Mark Webb, I think they could sort of play that role, but they're not that great right now. And there's a lot of question marks there. So them trying to upgrade makes sense. So could it be Harrison Smith to upgrade in front of Nasir Adderley to give their depth and their rotation, you know, a true strong trio? Or, you know, if they can't make this work and they can't get a big name signing, can they upgrade behind Nasir Adderley? So at least they don't go from, you know, Derwin James and Nasir Adderley to, you know, Mark Webb, who is very versatile, but he's not the most athletic. And there's just too many questions about him. A seventh round pick who barely, I think he played like what, six defensive snaps was basically hurt. It was basically, a, you know, a red shirt year for him. And he's a seventh round pick. Aloha Gilman, a sixth round pick. Nothing else really there. So I, I can see them upgrading in some way behind Nasir Adderley or in front of him. And I do think it is worth not counting out Tyron Matthew. I know a lot of Chiefs fans were like, Mindy, they just, why would Tyron Matthew go to the Chargers? Me, whatever. There's a couple things here. And the first one, the one in the middle here, is the obvious one that kicked everything off that Tyron Matthew was hanging out with the Chargers. That is just like a, a basic haha thing just to talk about. But I do think there's a couple things here. One, and again, I don't think this means a, a whole lot here, but sorry, I made this a little bit small, but Tyron Matthew. Uh, was a free agent target for the Chargers from Brentley Weissman from the Draft Network. Uh, Brentley Weissman, if you don't know, he's been on the show a couple of times. He was a former Chargers scout. So he, you know, if anyone's kind of connected to the Chargers or understands maybe what they're looking for, I do think Brentley is someone that would know that. So him projecting Tyron Matthew to the Chargers makes sense. 
And again, it falls in line with what they want. Do they they want to upgrade either in front of Nasir Adderley or behind him? But they do want to have some sort of upgrade. So Harrison Smith does fit that bill of a of a bigger name free safety or strong whatever you want to call him a safety defensive back in front of Nasir Adderley. He kind of fits that mold in the same way that Tyron Matthew does. Now Tyron Matthew is way ahead of these uh, un, these uh, these uh, safeties that they've been looking at, but. You know, it still fits that mold. Tyron Matthew is as versatile. He moves around slot corner, blitzing, free safety, box safety. It's what they want. I, I think the most intriguing thing about Tyron Matthew is something that we'll never be able to tell you, probably. <laughs> there, there's something there. I do have a question mark here. There is something there that if he signs with the Chargers, we'll let you know. If he doesn't, then we'll never tell you. But there is something there. And there's, let's just say, there's a reason behind some of the videos that I make, right? So there is something... And I, I promise you, I wouldn't be uh, lying to you or just trying to stir up something. There, there is something that could mean absolutely nothing. So if they do not sign him, I won't say anything. Actually, it's really Steven's thing to break. But if they do sign him, then we'll let you know. So I do think that there are enough pieces there based on what they've been looking for, how they're going to potentially replace Kaiser White, which I know he's not a linebacker, but you can let Derwin James have some of that. Uh, and then some other things. So, and then of course, with Brentley Weissman projecting Matthew to the Chargers or making him one of their primary targets, I actually think that means something a little bit too. So, bit of projection, I know, but I think let's build the pieces together to this puzzle. And I think you can start building those pieces together, um, and 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 see that there's a, a chance this happens. So, who else could the Chargers look into? Let's go back to that original quote that you know in this middle part here, and that he reached out to or you know and did some homework on. Um, a couple guys in Cleveland, we out to some coaches across the league, uh, guys that I've coached and that he's coached, obviously Harrison Smith, Cordero Pass, and blah, blah, blah. So let's talk about two names that they could look into and how it fits into what I've been discussing about the Chargers looking for a versatile safety or defensive back that can do so many things for them. And the first name that comes to mind is Jabril Peppers. Now, he's not currently with the Browns, but he was with the Browns in 2017 to 2018, where he logged about 1,500 defensive snaps for them and about 450 special team snaps for them whether they you know so him reaching out to a couple of guys in cleveland don't know if that means coaches don't know if that means players i don't know but there is a connection there and i think the other thing that i, I forgot to write down is that remember the chargers did also interview i can't remember his name from the giants the for their special teams coordinator spot the Giants special teams coordinator would be currently working with Jabril pepper so doing some more homework on him for from his time in cleveland perhaps and also his time with the Giants, you might start to be able to piece some uh, things together there. And in the whole vein of talking about versatile safeties, we have the Shannon Entropy score. This comes to us from Arjun, of course, our analytics guy. The Shannon Entropy score measures the versatility or unpredictability based on pre-snap alignment. And who was number one in terms of safeties from 2018 to, to now? So 2018 to 2021, who had the highest Shannon Entropy score? That would be Drobo Peppers, a guy that you can move around. I don't know how they particularly used him, but him being there and this high suggests that he was moved around quite a bit in terms of pre-snap alignment. How they moved in, I'm not quite sure. I can't say I've followed a lot of Jabril Peppers, but him being up that high is very interesting. Again, considering they've looked at very versatile defensive backs as you know, could be Harrison Smith, could be Tyron Matthew, could be a day three pick, could be a day two pick safety. Who knows? But they're looking all over the place for these guys that are like that. So you can reach out to the Browns for information about him. And supposedly they've been talking about to some guys in Cleveland. 
if you had signed and added the giant special teams coordinator to be your special teams coordinator, then maybe perhaps your peppers would have like, it would have been a stronger signal. I think there's something there. And based on the van, based on what they've been looking at, he does fit. I think what they're looking at at the safety position and also sort of some special teams help there. And another one is Jaron curse. Uh, he was with the Vikings from 2016 to 2019. He logged about 600 defensive snaps for them and a thousand special team snaps for them. Uh, apparently you can read this whole excerpt yourself. This is from Rob Phillips. I guess Jaron curse was an absolute godsend for the, for the Cowboys and for Dan Quinn, because he just was all over the place for them. He was apparently an, an excellent free agent signing. Um, so the quote here that I think is really awesome is he almost never came off the field and showed tremendous versatility matching up against tight ends and playing down in the box in a three safety big nickel package. So this is a guy you can move all over the place. And of course, represented again by that Shannon entropy score just for 2021 in weeks one through 18, Jerron curse was third there. So I think it is possible that they also look at him there because Ficken does have that, that to me, feels like a stronger connection because Ficken does have a uh, connection to him there. So that does make sense to me. So Listen, Jerron Curse also came in at number six in our composite rankings for safeties. And this is not really a great safety. Like, there's a lot of safeties, but there's no real crazy top-end safeties that the Chargers, I think, would be interested in outside of maybe Matthew. We know Bates is returning, obviously. And then um, Marcus Williams is, is probably going to either command too big of a deal for the Chargers or just stay with the Saints. So Jerron Curse could be an interesting one there. So those are the names that I have. I can't say I've you know, I, I totally know for sure that any of this is going to happen. But I think, you know, I like that we're trying to piece together this year, or at least I, I'm trying to piece them together, piece some pieces together here, because I think this puzzle is very interesting. And I think we've continued to add little bits of information to this idea. And we there's a lot of smoke through this fire. The Chargers are looking to upgrade their safety spot, whether it is a Harrison Smith in front of Nasir Adderley, right? Or some guys behind Nasir Adderley, or even a Tyre Matthew in front of Nasir Adderley, or with Nasir Adderley, right? Rotating as that rock, paper, scissors, uh, <laughs> whatever example that I gave in my previous video. The Chargers are potentially and could look into guys that are like a Jabril Peppers type, a Jerron Curse type. I don't know. So if there's anybody in here that I or that, that you are super interested in, I'm assuming everyone's interested in Harrison Smith and Tyron Matthew, but if there's a guy in there that you really think was interesting, let me know. If there's somebody that I didn't talk about that I just we haven't brought up yet, also let me know. I'm 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 hoping we can do this together and piece this together because I think that's the most fun way to try to figure out free agency. Not just, you know, who's the best player, let's bring him to the Chargers, but how do they fit? Or is there any information there to help piece together that the Chargers are interested in or could be interested in him? I think that's the best way to go about free agency, not just Oh, I want this guy. What's the contract? And that's it. Like, I think putting the pieces together is the most fun. So if there's something that I missed, let me know. Let's figure this out together. Guys, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Let's see what happens in free agency. Coming up pretty soon. Take care. And as always, bolt up. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. 
So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.